Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're continuing on the subject of prayer as taught by Jesus Himself in Matthew chapter 6. Last week, we took a careful look at Jesus' warning about praying hypocritically. We learned that that kind of prayer may earn you congratulations from men, but it displeases God. We might call that lesson, How Not to Pray. Now in verses 9 through 15, Jesus will teach us how to pray. This is our second week on the topic of prayer. I got a bit ahead of myself last week and mistakenly gave you this week's sermon title. Last week was from the sermon titled, When You Pray. This week, the title is, Pray Like This, Part 1, and we'll focus on verses 9 and 10. Next week, we'll take you all the way through verse 15 with Part 2. Here is today's piece of the message entitled, Pray Like This, Part 1. And what a cruel thing for him to tell us to pray, if it doesn't matter. Of course it matters. So even though we can't explain the nuances of the mysteries, we accept prayer as the as the privilege that it is. And when you pray, if you don't believe in the sovereignty of God, for goodness sake, stop praying and go study some theology. If you don't believe that God is in complete control of everything, why in the world would you pray to Him? Maybe He's the best thing you got, but if He's not the ultimate thing, He's not God. So pray and understand He is the only one you can pray to, and He can change things according to whatever needs to be done, including changing you. Now, what does it mean then to pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? We'll start by observing that that confirms that God's will is not always done on earth. Now, is He sovereign? Yes. Does He know the end from the beginning? Yes. Will everything come to the conclusion that he intends for it to come to? Absolutely yes. But between now and then, in the moral realm, his will is not always done on earth. Therefore, to pray for God's will to be done is to ask that people submit to the revealed moral will of God. It is a prayer that people will do right. It's a prayer that I'll do right. God, your will be done on earth. It is, is how today can I be an influence for your will to do what is right and true and loving and compassionate and, and just? Make me that kind of person. You also understand that to say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven is to acknowledge that we ourselves don't automatically, always, joyfully, submit ourselves to that moral will of God. Therefore, it's a prayer for God's will to become our will. It's a prayer that we will learn to want what God wants for us because that's the best for us. And my friends, as a fallen creature, 
my first instinct is not necessarily always what God wants. God, remind me what is your will that I might be wholeheartedly sold out to doing it. And understand also to pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven is to acknowledge this great moral crevasse between earth and heaven. In heaven, everything is done right. You know, there's no police in heaven. Don't need them. God's glory is always untarnished. It's always the the focus and the object of rejoicing. But on earth, people constantly rebel against God. They do blaspheme His wonderful name. And therefore, this is a prayer along with your kingdom come. It's a prayer for God to take supreme control of the earth. Now, that's all the deeper we're going to dig in this prayer, this sample prayer for today. But already, we can extract from this some um, important lessons about prayer in general and about how God wants us to pray. Understand that prayer, well, it's good for you because prayer is submission to God. The definition of prayer is the inferior one speaking to the superior one. We don't, we don't come like we're barging in the door and, hey, God, buddy, how you doing today? No, uh, hallowed be your name. Let me represent who you are. He is in control. We are in need. And when we pray, we're admitting that. His glory is to be sought. My glory is to be suppressed. Prayer, just by its definition, is a good thing because it is an act of submission to God. Secondly, understand that prayer is an amazing privilege. Yeah, it's true. It is like the intimacy between a child and a father. It's, It's that close. It's that special. But it also allows us to speak to Lord God Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. He'll listen to me? What a privilege. It overcomes the transcendence of God and actually allows me to pour out my heart to the Creator and the Judge. Prayer also reminds us that our citizenship is not of this world. It's good to pray because it's so easy to get caught up in all of the the stuff around us, but we need to realize we don't judge by the world's judgment. We don't judge by the world's standards. We want to judge by God's standards. And so prayer reminds us that we belong to a kingdom that is not of this world. And that's a good thing to be reminded of. We want to serve Him out of of love for what He has accomplished and done for us and out of our gratitude for that. We don't do it because we're in bondage. We do it because we're redeemed and we're standing in His grace. Another principle that we can draw from this, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, prayer allows us to align our wills with God's will. Now, when I said that last time, I said, now be careful you don't only say that. Prayer is not only 
about me aligning my will with God's will. You don't, don't put too much stock in, the, in, in that. But also understand, uh, it's not the power of your words to persuade Almighty God to do something He otherwise wouldn't do. God is not dependent on our prayers in, in the slightest way whatsoever. But in prayer, we declare our dependency on Him. We declare that we stand in His grace and therefore we do pray, Father, I don't see things as you see them, but may your kingdom come. Let me live in light of what the king is like. Your will be done, not just what I feel like doing, your will which is always right, always true, always loving, always compassionate, Make me that kind of person. So by praying, it, it does align me with God's will. And that is a very good thing. I've always said that God is not the great vending machine in the sky. Some, a lot of systems of prayer teach you to get your prayers answered. Here's what you need to do. No, prayer is not... Um, putting the right amount of money in and pushing the right buttons in the right order to get the right goodie that you want. Prayer is not placating an angry God so that maybe he'll uh, toss you a, a, a goodie here and there. But prayer is one of the means God uses to give us what he wants. Think about it that way. It's, I have no problem praying for what I want. I know what I want. I like what I want. I want what I want. But if I'm going to humble myself before I am Almighty God, my prayer should be, Oh Lord, please teach me to want what you want for me. What you know is best for me. Now, we're going to pick it up. We're going to go further next time. And I do intend also to talk about what, uh, what to do when you pray zealously, earnestly for something that seems really good and right, and you don't get it. Okay? We'll talk about that as we return to the, to the model prayer. And now, why don't we pray? Follow me, please. Father, thank you for your, your word. Thank you that Jesus took the time on that day to lay out for us this model prayer. May we learn from it. Above all, may we know that when we pour out our hearts to you, it is to a loving Father. Lord, I, I pray that you will not let anyone leave from this place without being able to call you Father in that sense of an intimate, genuine, eternal connection where grace has been extended and received by faith. Please do your will in our hearts today. Teach us what needs to be taught. Convict us where we need to be convicted. But above all, Father, teach us to want what you want for us individually and collectively as your church. For we pray in Jesus' name.
Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.